Hello, this is Tyler Davidson with Meetings Today. Welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. We are taping here um, at PCMA Convening Leaders in Las Vegas, and today's guest is James Reese, uh, President of the Joint Meetings Industry Council. Uh, thanks for joining us, James. Tyler, it's such a pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity to, uh, to be with you here today. And uh, we're going to talk today about um, net zero carbon events and sustainability, always a huge, huge issue in our industry, which everyone knows is prone to a little bit of waste. And uh, now we've been through, we're still going through a pandemic, um, but people are still, it's still a very important topic for the industry and the world in general. Um, so why don't you tell us, James, uh, the, you know, more about the Joint Meetings Industry Council and then what you're doing uh, um, and trying to uh, create a more sustainable meetings and events industry. Okay. Well, um, Tyler, the JAMIC, uh, uh, the, uh, the acronym, uh, Joint Meetings Industry Council, is an umbrella organization and, um, and has um, most of the global uh, meetings industry associations as its members. So um, it is, uh, it's traditionally been an umbrella organization, but we are, um, w- one thing that the pandemic has, has uh, driven as far as we're concerned is a need for Jamaica to really step up its game further. And as such, we are now incorporating uh, Jamaica as a full association. It'll be headquartered in, uh, in Brussels, in Belgium, in Europe. And um, we are working to really uh, to bring the industry together and tackle the, the key challenges of our time. Clearly, COVID has been a big one, um, but even before the pandemic, the, uh, the challenge for our industry, um, which has had a, a reputation in some areas to be a somewhat wasteful one, um, you know, there was work going on already before COVID was sure. even a thing. Um, to um, to to be more to be more green, to use sustainable products, to um, to reduce the carbon footprint. Um, partly because, firstly, it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing for for humanity, for sustainability, for the environment. But also through increasing client demand. Um, all of our lives, you know, we we read the news. We um, you know we we see what's going on around the world. It is something that's you know it's coming down the road to all of us and as Jamaic members um, we felt it was really important um, coming out of the pandemic to put this as our number one priority because we we truly believe it is the big priority now for the meetings uh, and events industry and and for clarity uh, Jamaic covers the the many areas of events it's not just meetings it's um, it's trade shows, it's mm-hmm. consumer shows, yeah. it's um, uh, it's sports events, and okay. anything that's an event um, and that has an uh, an impact and potentially a, a carbon footprint um, is, is is covered by our association. And, and I think we were speaking earlier, and maybe it's not the best corollary, but um, you know, for our North American audience, it's sort of similar, probably to Events Industry Council, sort of an umbrella group of organizations, mainly in in Europe, I'm assuming. It's uh, well, it's Europe. It is uh, small amount in North America as well, yeah. Latin America and okay. Asia Pacific. So it it, re- it really covers. It the, is a global. The, the truly global, yeah. The, the the many associations that there are, and that. One of our other 
uh, key projects is to really um, is develop the membership because there are yeah. a lot of other associations around the world that we know want to be uh, now joining Jamaica and, um, and and following this crusade if you like for the net zero and, and that's where we're um, we've been working very closely now with the uh, UNF triple C to um, to develop a, a program um, and that gave us the opportunity to attend uh, and present our plans at the COP26 climate change con okay. con conference in Glasgow um, just in the uh, fall last year. And, and tell us more about that. It's the, uh, I guess, the Net Zero Carbon Events Pledge? Correct, yeah. So we've, um, at the kickoff has been to garner support from, from the industry, from suppliers, from associations, from destinations. Um, and the first part of this is is a pledge. So all of these organisations are now signing up to say we are now committing to um, reductions by 2030 and net zero by 2050 mm -hmm. in line with the Paris Climate Accord from the um, from the COP event that happened in um, in Paris in 2015. So um, that is the pledge. Um, beyond the pledge, we will then be seeking funds to help. Um, develop the program and then provide the tools to e each of those organisations um, so that they have measurement tools and um, support tools to make to turn that pledge into reality um, because we we have to combine ev all the efforts of all the constituent organisations that are in this industry to find the uh, the solutions to the, the problem we have in front of us. And that must be one of the reasons you're here at Convening Leaders and uh, maybe talking with some of the leaders um, that are operate more in North America and its uh, meetings and events uh, industry? Absolutely right, yeah. we've I've had, uh, yeah, you and I are meeting today talking about this matter. I've had side meetings with, um, with many of my colleagues over here um, in the USA and, and North America as a whole. Um, and the, the support uh, that's coming in behind this uh, initiative is um, it's thrilling to see that everyone is is getting behind this and realizing we've it, it, this is a, a team challenge we've all got to play our part and um, you know to make it happen by 2050. And I think you know one of the big uh, pushbacks maybe people have or, or fears and especially probably in the United States um, just because of the size of the country is uh, about airline travel and the carbon footprint that has and, and an interesting term I hear is like flight shaming which I hear is a lot more prevalent in Europe. And Europe has a much more better infrastructure with trains. It's easier to get get around. I mean, maybe explain to the listeners um, what this means to them in the U.S. Um, and uh, just the, the unique because of the unique qualities of uh, our meetings and events industry here. Well, I think part of what we're doing is is talking about exactly the issues you've just raised, and and air travel clearly is a. Um, is a challenge. Uh, I come from a city in London um, and actually the percentage of carbon footprint caused by air traffic is is less than, it's a, it's a very small percentage. The, the, the carbon footprint comes from the buildings that are in the city, um, the lighting, the, uh, mm -hmm. the power to, to keep things. So um, what we need to do is to, is to um, educate ourselves as to where the key challenges are with air travel um, you talked about flight shaming, and and I know 
many big corporations are choosing not necessarily the cheapest option for business travel, but if you take, rather than taking a cheap option of, um, uh, of two or three flights to get to your destination, actually pay the extra, um, take the one flight, uh, and that gives you a, you know, maybe a 50% reduction on that particular That's journey. That's interesting, yeah. And I think, and we're seeing that long haul um, uh, from Europe to Asia Pacific, um, rather than doing a, a two or three leg um, tour down to Singapore or Hong Kong, actually taking the direct flight is the greener way of doing it. And then it's, uh, we believe at Jamaica, it's our role as well to support the industry, the airline industry, in developing those biofuels and all the things they're doing. Because they've got a, they've got a problem. It, we can't solve the airline's problems, mm-hmm. but we can support and, um, uh, and recognise the efforts they're making in, um, in engine design, in fuel efficiency, in the use of biofuels, because um, they they're going to have to, by 2050, or as soon as they can, um, have a greener industry um, as well. We all have to, so we should support them and, um, and recognise excellence when they do achieve uh, those next steps. And I guess you know, another question everyone, or a lot of people would have is, you know, the viability of in-person meetings. Um, and I know speaking with folks here, um, they'll tout that, um, you know, up and down uh, 24-7. Um, you know, how important is that? I mean, do you still believe that in-person meetings are important? And do we need to look at maybe restructuring those? Maybe we have less in-person meetings and have have one uh, very big in-person meetings uh, to kind of uh, fulfill some of the the key qualities only an in-person meeting can provide. Mm-hmm. Well, um, to an extent, my day-to-day business is uh, I, I work for a convention and exhibition centre in London in the UK yeah. um, called Excel. So naturally, you know, I'm going to say yes, face-to-face is yeah, we've got to get back to face-to-face. But we are already seeing. Um, as we return to face-to-face, face-to-face events, um, that the quality of interaction, the uh, the building of trusted relationships that you only get by, um, you know, looking each other's eyes and and debating, you know, what's happening in the world, you cannot get that through the through a computer screen. Um, I, I'm also some some people will probably not like me saying this, but. Um, um, if bad event, events that were bad before the pandemic, if they don't return, that's a good thing actually yeah. for our industry because th- we should be um, promoting excellence and promoting the best events. Yeah. Now, if that means you only go to the one industry event rather than the three, you go to the, you know, it's almost the, f- the flight to quality. Yeah. Um, the very best world leading or, or market leading events will come back, will succeed. Um, and if the uh, if the if the lower tier events uh, you know don't reappear, then that's probably not such a bad not such a bad thing. And even if if folks here in North America aren't really familiar with your group, they will be familiar with a lot of folks that have uh, become signatories of the pledge. IMEX Group, Javits Convention Center, and I believe uh, Freeman is a signatory. Freeman, um, Informa, the big trade show, yeah. yeah, the big heavy hitter trade shows. They all see that this is, um, you know, this is the big challenge for the industry right now, and they're prepared to um, to invest. Um, as we work up the, the models and the, and the solutions um, 
that our industry needs. They're prepared to invest um, dollars, pounds, euros, whatever it is, um, to, to get there quicker. And that's what Jamique is providing as a... Um, Jamique doesn't, doesn't own this. It is really, it's facilitating it yeah. on behalf of the industry. That's where we see our role. Well, thanks for joining us, James. And before we um, end the, the podcast taping today, um, what do you think uh, you're just kind of your frontline meeting and event organizer can expect to see in the next five years, the next 10 years in, in this uh, area? Well, we are, um, we've already started work on, uh, we're, we're working with an, um, uh, with an agency in Europe um, to start to uh, build these models for us. Um, you will see some, uh, some output from that um, during the course of um, 2022 to 2023. Um, and with the successful engagement with the COP26 um, conference, we will also be at both COP27 and COP28 um, in Sharm el-Sheikh and then in Abu Dhabi. Um, in the United Arab, Arab Emirates, um, as we, you know, we bring this topic right to the very top levels of uh, the United Nations and international governments. Um, it's a big topic, and we will do our bit to um, uh, to get the industry where it wants to be. Well, I wish you luck with all that, and uh, thanks for fighting the good fight on this. Okay. And thanks for the opportunity to, to talk today. Thanks, Tyler. Excellent. And that was James Reese, president of the Joint Meetings Industry Council. Thanks, for uh, James, for joining us and for you for listening to this Meetings Today podcast. If you're interested in hearing other podcasts we've done with industry thought leaders, please head on over to meetingstoday.com and check out our podcast section. Uh, thanks again for joining us, and have a great rest of the day. Thank you.